0: the world's most dangerous morning show the breakfast club man what the hell is this man breakfast club bitches
1: i'm glad they put y'all together y'all are like a mega force y'all just took over everything wake your
0: punk ass up this chris brown i've officially joined the breakfast club say something i'm with it the world's most dangerous morning show breakfast club bitches
2: Yo, 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 yo. What's up? It's the Breakfast Club on me, Angela Yee. What's up, Charlemagne? What's up, DJ Envy? No, truthfully, both of them are not here right now. Uh, Charlemagne says that he has to vote this morning. He's going to be voting. The polls open in the tri state area, New York, New-, New Jersey, and Connecticut at 6 a.m. And, uh, oh, is this DJ Envy? What's up, Yee? You were here? Yeah, what's up? You were sleeping in the back. Oh, no, what's up? Oh. Well, hey, good morning. Good morning. It's uh, election day. It's Tuesday. Yes.
3: It is election day. Make sure you get out there and vote.
2: Everybody's voting, unless you have voted early, which a lot of people did do. A lot of people voted early. I actually have my card at home, so I, I'm voting in a new place. I usually vote somewhere else, but I register closer to my house. Okay. So I can go right near my home in Brooklyn and vote.
3: I'm voting after work today, so as soon as we get off gonna head to the polls and go vote, pick gear up, and then head over there and just go vote.
2: Yes, yesterday I was at the Library Lions Gala. Now, I am the ambassador for the New York Public Library. Do people still go to the library? Yeah, a if lot. you if you go to this one library, that well, yeah, they do, really? but they want to encourage more people to go. Okay, you know the the whole thing about the library is it's not just taking out books. There's a lot of other services that they have for people. Like if you have English as a second language, they have classes there. They have all types of things that you can do to help you with job placement. There's a lot you can register to vote at the library. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of things that go down at the library. So it's not just for taking out books, but um. Yeah, so they had this huge gala last night where they Mm -hmm. honored the library lions. One of the people honored was Francis Ford Coppola. Okay. And he was there, so he was signing books, and the authors that were there was five people. They all were signing their books. I was sitting next to Marcus Samuelson, if you know who he is, he owns uh, different restaurants. He's a chef. He owns the Red Rooster in Harlem. Oh, okay. He owns a restaurant called Marcus that we actually ate at in Bermuda where we were staying at the resort, the Princess Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So him and his wife were sitting on. He said he listens to the show every single morning. Well, good
3: morning to you, sir. hmm
2: You know what? Um,
3: I haven't been to the library in a long time. I you think should the go. last time I've been there was my kids uh, doing homework there a couple of years ago. Um, Did
2: you go to the library growing up?
3: All the time. I mean, you had to. I mean, if you had to do a homework or if you had to do a project, you had to go to the library to go get an encyclopedia, you know? So we didn't, we couldn't afford encyclopedias. They were always too expensive. So we uh, went to the library and we used them and, you know, borrowed them and then returned them. I still think I might owe my library some money from Well, you
2: should go pay them.
3: Not returning books. I think after a while, I think it just can And imagine out. you don't
2: have Wi-Fi at home or you don't have a computer at home. You can go to the library and mm-hmm. use their resources, so, it's just a great thing. Actually, when I went to go visit the New York Public Library, I got to go see the first edition of Shakespeare. Really? Of Jane Eyre. They have nice. those original books in there, and they give you a whole tour and all of that. It was amazing.
3: Okay. Well, but this you know
2: I'm in there. I love reading, and I love books.
3: I don't have no time. All right. Well, on this morning, uh, Michelle Williams and Chad Johnson will be joining us. Michelle Williams, of course. Destiny Child member, and her husband, Chad Johnson. Are they married yet, or we don't know? Uh, they are engaged. They're engaged.
2: Yes, and they have a show called Chad Loves Michelle.
3: Okay, on the own network. So we'll talk to them in a little bit. And it's all about voting, so get your ass up. Even if you got to get up a little early, get out there and vote. All right. No, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about?
2: Well, let's talk about how many people have voted so far. A surge of younger voters. will give you some numbers. Also, we'll discuss what Oprah has had to say. There's these racist robocalls that sound like it's Oprah, and she's responded to them.
3: Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. This The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee. Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now Charlemagne, uh he stopped by the polls this morning, so he is voting. But uh let's get into the front page news. In Monday Night Football, the Titans beat the Cowboys 28-14. to 14. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee?
2: Well, more than 30 million Americans have voted in the midterms already. So, they're saying at least 31 million people have voted early nationwide. So, during this point, during the 2014 midterms, about 19 million people voted early. So, that's way more than what happened in 2014. Right. But they did say, while this is great, the country has been moving toward a more robust use of early voting for years. Years and it's also not clear if the early vote in key states is showing up to support Trump and Republicans or Democrats.
3: Do you know um, when you vote? Do you really know who you're voting for, you yeah, or do you do Democrat, Democrat, Democrat or Republican, Republican, Republican? Do I, I
2: don't think I know everybody, okay. but I do know some people. I try to like look it up before I go, so I research what's happening in my area. But I don't think I've, I'm have i trying to think have I ever voted for a Republican. It would take a lot.
3: I'm gonna vote for one today. Who? Uh, it's actually uh, my in-town. His name is uh, Jim Frieda. He's actually a uh, Republican running. And he's uh, really trying to help the kids in the community. He's trying to give them better equipment for sports, better fields. He's trying to do a lot more to help the the youth.
2: So that's your interest. So that's my interest
3: in that area. That's the only time I will ever vote probably Republican. I I can't say ever, but I just know he's doing a lot for the kids and and the students in my town where I live. So I, I think he'll be a good...
2: All right, and both, well, both Facebook and Twitter have been deleting accounts. Now, Twitter deleted over 10,000 accounts that were urging users not to vote. They were actually pretending to be from the Democratic Party after, uh, and they were discouraging people telling them not to vote. I saw some of those. And I was like, okay, y'all must think I'm stupid. Now, in addition to that, Oprah has had to respond to racist robocalls. There were these robocalls that were being made in her name. The person was pretending to be her and pretending to uh, go against Stacey Abrams, Mm. if you haven't heard it. And I know this is difficult to listen to because it's disgusting, but we do have some of that for you.
4: This is the magical Negro. Oprah Winfrey asking you to make my fellow Negress Stacey Abrams the governor of Georgia where others see a poor man's Aunt Jemima I see someone white women can be tricked into voting for especially the fat ones and so I promise that every single person who votes for Stacey Abrams you're going to get a new car so you get a car and you get a car and you get a car and you get a car
3: everybody gets a car that's not funny
2: disgusting
3: that's not funny at all
2: is that like not even that it's funny but who even has the time or the thought to even do something like this well oprah has responded to these racist robocalls here's what she said i heard people
5: were making racist robocalls in my name against stacy abrams who i am 100 for i just want to say jesus don't like ugly Mm-mm. and we know what to do about that Vote.
3: That's right. Get out there and vote. Georgia, Stacey Abrams needs you. Make sure you get out there and vote. Florida, Andrew Gillum needs you. Make sure you get out there and vote, 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 vote. If you got to check out on what their policies are, Google it this morning, but get on out there and vote.
2: I just want to say that sounded nothing like Oprah. Was not, no, no, nothing at all. That was on top of horrible. everything else. Can you just, <laughs> Jamas, can you just run that back? That did not sound just a little bit. That did not sound like Oprah.
4: This is the magical Negro. Come on. The that
2: was an awful impersonation.
3: <laughs> the magical Negro, my goodness.
2: All right. Well, that is your front page news.
3: All right. All right. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, call us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. 800 800- 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now if you want to vent, you want to get some things off your chest, or if you feel blessed, you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Again, Georgia, Stacy Abrams needs you this morning. Get your ass up. Give yourself a little extra time. Don't get that coffee this morning if, you, if you're gonna be a little late. Just skip breakfast if you need to. Stacey Abrams needs you. Andrew Gillum out in Florida.
2: Everybody needs you. You guys get you. out there, no matter where you live. Go out and vote.
3: Get out there and vote. All right. But we'll call us up right now. Phone lines are open. Get it off your chest. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
4: Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Stay
3: with your chest. You
4: want to hear from on the Breakfast Club.
3: So if you got something on your mind, let yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Bree. Hey, Bree, get it off your chest this morning, Mama.
5: I want to tell you why I'm blessed. So Go I'm ahead. 25 years old.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Last year, April 2017, I was diagnosed with stage three Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh my I went through 15 months of chemo and radiation, and they told me there was a very slim
2: chance that I would be able to have kids. Now I'm three months pregnant, and so far it seems like a very healthy baby. Woo! My
3: goodness, congratulations. You are the
2: last girl. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I'm very excited, very blessed.
3: God is everything. Congratulations, Ma.
5: Thank
3: you. All right, enjoy pregnancy because it's one of the best. Are you going to
5: vote today, too? I am going to vote today. I I just moved here about a month and a half ago and I registered
3: right away. All right, you are so dope. Have a great day, Mama. You too, thank you. All right, God bless that baby. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's good? What's good? This is um, Antonio Zapata. I I like the Cardi B tickets
0: and stuff like that, but I'm kind of broke, you know? Good morning. This you... is
2: the magical breakfast. Okay, club. what's
3: up, bro? Get it off your chest. What's up?
0: I, I know that we're a world series champs and stuff like that. You know. Um am um, you know, and I'm just trying to see how, how, how is the way for me to get some money? Cause I'm on SSI right now, and I, and I understand it costs like forty-two dollars. Thanksgiving's coming up. I don't know how to get some money to go to, you know, what I mean, the Apollo
3: or the Cardi B show. Which one would you go to first? I would. If, if you have, if you're struggling with money, I wouldn't go to neither. I would <laughs> save my money and make sure I can pay rent for next month, bro. I pay rent. I pay three hundred dollars for rent. What okay. about the following month? I, if, if you, if you have to make that determination, if you're going to figure out if if you go to Apollo or, or, or see Cardi B, I would just keep saving some money, bro. No, no, no. I already got the Apollo tickets.
2: Okay. So what's the problem? You need more tickets? No, I need I need a ride to get there. You can't take the train. Yeah, I, need, I need I need I need some more clothes.
3: I need everything. So I don't know where to, I don't know where to go to. Well, if you, know? you if you bought tickets without having clothes or mm-hmm. without having a ride, I don't know if that was a smart decision, bro. I'm not gonna sell, but no, I can get the money. I can get the money, but I just can't sell either, you know. So I, you think I should be an Avon
2: representative? Yeah, you should do that. No. He sounds like a great salesperson already.
3: I definitely wouldn't buy no Avon from you, bro.
2: Maybe some skin's yeah. so soft because it keeps the mosquitoes away.
3: Yeah, I understand. Well, okay. thank you. Have a nice day. I I, I can't. Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, this is writing, man. Calling from Ace town What's happening? town What's up, bro? Get it
6: off your chest. Yeah. Man, I'm calling to say I'm blessed, bro. I got out of work early. You know, I, said I normally work $14. hours too, be feeling like 12 years a slave in his mug. But I just want to say, man, I'm blessed because I'm black and I'm proud. But why are white people so mad at us? Like, we did something to them, man.
2: Who's mad at you?
6: I say just, like, white people, all the stuff that's been going on lately in the media, all the controversy, all the hate crimes, all the hangings, lynchings, no, and everything. Right. Like, we was asked to be here. Why they hate us so
2: much, man? Uh, You know what? And it's just that I feel like things have been going on for so long, but now we have camera phones, so we're exposing a lot more of what's going on. It's going viral. I just ask that when something like that happens, don't get baited into doing something that could get you in trouble. And, yes, film it. Let it go viral. We'll share those stories and get people fired from their jobs and make them be uh, just outcasts and pariahs from the world. All that. Man, that's what's up.
6: And I want to say, man, I I listen to y'all every morning when I be in my truck because I'm a truck driver. And uh, it's actually my first time calling, and I got through, so I'm a little excited, man. All right. I love y'all. I, I love listening to the show, Charlie, so, man, you too G. You you G. you. G. I love y'all, man. Keep uh, doing what y'all doing, man. I Thanks for calling. Thank do me a, you do to me the a magical favor, truck
2: driver. Do me I a favor.
6: Be blessed, man. You in that truck now? Nah, I just got out early. That's what I'm saying. I normally work like 14 uh, hours here. I work six hours today, I'm, so I'm happy I'm out.
2: You didn't I'm hear him today. say it's 12 know, years a slave for him? him. <laughs> I thought he
3: was still in the yeah. truck. I was gonna ask him to blow the horn. All right, thank you, brother. <laughs> already, he always would have got to blow his horn. Now you know what it is? As a kid, you never was, well, you never drove to Disney World. But as a kid, we used to drive to Disney, so it used to take us like three days, and we used to pass the truck drivers an exciting part because we didn't have at the time Wi-Fi or something. You used to pull up your shirt, Evie, and <laughs> no me and my cousin used to bet and see who could get the truck drivers to blow the horn the, the fastest and uh, never mind
2: never used to pull his shirt up and <laughs> you never played that or punch buggy no punch
3: back. we oh no. you never drove to Disney okay anyway
2: get Do it they off still your have chest. punch buggy's on the road anywhere I seen 105 forever.
3: if you need to vent hit us up now it's the breakfast club good morning
4: the breakfast club <laughs> get it, pick up the mother mother phone and die this is your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed.
3: Stay with your chest.
4: We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club, so you better have the
3: same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This JaQuel from Franklin, Virginia, man. JaQuel, what up, bro? It's JaQuel. Oh, JaQuel, I'm sorry, get it off your chest, bro. <laughs> I just want to make a shout out to my wife
0: and kids, man. the Gay, man, my four kids. That's, That's my love, her, man. Well, oh, congratulations, man. That is so man.
2: sweet. JaQuel loves y'all.
0: I appreciate it, man. Y'all have a good one. You too, now.
2: That was so sweet. He really just called a shout out his wife and kids. I love that.
3: There you go. Hello, who's this? Hey, Lewis from Kentucky. Hey, bro, get it off your chest, man. Man, uh, I just want to call
0: and give a big shout out to y'all for getting the word out about the vote, man. I'm a teacher down here, and with everything going on, especially in Kentucky, like, it's really crucial that people get out there and have their words heard, and y'all let them know that their words make a difference. It's going to help a lot of people I just
3: appreciate that Yeah get out there and vote I know some of y'all It might take a little longer Because the lines might be along But get out there Leave yourself a little extra time If you miss your coffee this morning Or you miss your breakfast It's very important Get out there and vote Thank you brother
2: I wonder when is the you. most crowded time At the polls
3: I'm sure the morning time When people are going to work Right before people go to work And right when they get off of work I'm sure that's the, the most crowded time I
2: remember last time I voted I went like in the afternoon And it was empty I walked right
3: in Yeah I went, I went when it was empty too Hello who's this? This EJ. EJ from Cali. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest.
4: Yo, first off, yo, yo, big ups on your uh, car show, DJ Envy. Hey, Angela Yee.
2: Hey, boo.
4: You're beautiful. I love your podcast. Matter of fact, I love both y'all's podcasts. And Charlotte Mays, I know he's out there voting and whatnot. Yo, uh, yo, deadass. I am sick dead and ass. tired of military members not being able to find employment in America. Mm-hmm. I just got the Air Force. They, they make it so difficult for us. I have not found one federal government job in my realm of what I do that is even open to give me an interview. And That's it's, not, crazy. it's not just me. It's mad military members. It's, yeah, no. it's hard for a lot of us to, when we get out of the military, to find jobs that correlate to what we do. But for me, it should be mad simple. I'm, I do HR. Right. That's all I do is HR. So it's like they make it so difficult for us, and then they they pass us up. On, they pass us up on other people that they already know, or people that they already want to bring into their their agency. It's like it's it's mad tiring. It, it is it's man. mad annoying too. You know. Well, what, thank you and for and the sh-
2: sacrifices that you made, because I couldn't imagine sacrificing for your country and not being guaranteed some type of employment when it's all said and done.
3: Absolutely, and you know, shout out to you all know, the military. You know, I I, I I flip houses, and one of the houses that I flipped yeah. a couple of weeks ago. There was a guy from the military living on the back porch. He just, you know, posted up a tent there, which is he didn't had nowhere to live. And um, when we when, I, when we bought the house, and I seen him there, he told me he was from the military, and um, I told yeah. him that you know, if he wanted to work and help us renovate the house, we would pay him to do it. And he was so grateful and so happy. Shout to us, Caesar. And uh, we we actually gave him a job, you know what I mean? Because we understand that he need he wanted work. It wasn't wasn't like he was just trying to bum around and do nothing. No, he wanted to work. He couldn't find a job, so exactly. he's now gonna be working for us. And we gave him some money to to help renovate and demo demo one of our cribs. So shout out to all you the know, military and everybody that sacrifices that's for that's us, man. What's
4: that's what's up. That's what's up. that's what's up, MV. Oh, also I want to give a shout out to my boy Trav. Uh, I talk to him every day on IG, so I want to say what's up to that boy. Uh, well,
2: Our boy Trav uh, also, up here from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, Trav needs I'll his own show Trav. or something. Or a segment. No, I keep telling
4: Trav uh, Trav and I are gonna try to start a podcast. Put it in the atmosphere right now. I'm gonna start start a podcast with Trav. Hopefully it works. We'll see what happens. Angela, uh, bring on your podcast. Oh
2: yeah, uh, he is. We already uh, planned a day. It's gonna be the end of the month. Oh, uh, well, let, let me ask you a question. Are you
3: single, sir? Because I know Trav is single, likely he could be your type.
4: Nah, first off, I'm I'm straight, hundred percent straight. Oh, my bad. All right. I love I love Sorry. I love the, I love the black women. I love the black women. You know, black women when uh, they always. Shout it. out to us.
2: Always.
3: I mean, don't knock it till you hey. try. It. You, you've been shouting out so travel all morning.
4: All the black women. Also, I uh, uh fun size tea. Um,
2: oh, Taylor, who works 40. up here. Oh, you like fun yeah, size Taylor. tea? Taylor,
4: I love Taylor. I just you my WCW WC WCE. Yo, that one right there. <laughs> yo, I love her. Ah, right, you like girls she from she my Philly? Shot, but she be denying me.
3: All right, all uh, right, well, We might put you a hole in. Try to get I'm it, put the good word shot. in
2: for you.
4: Yo, go ahead. Yo, my
2: IG is EJ. Hold on, hold on. Hold on Give hold on, a military hold on, man hold on, hold on, a shot, hold on, hold man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He sacrificed for this country. Taylor, at least you could do is go on a date with EJ. All
3: right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, you, we got rumors on the way?
2: Yes. Find out who just put out their first rap single. See what you think of it. It's featuring Yo and Jeremiah. We got a snippet for you.
3: Okay. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. This The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
4: The Breakfast Club.
3: Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to everybody in Queens. Again, go out and vote. So, this is what we're doing out in Queens. Shout out to a free ride transportation and also shout out to St. James Baptist Outreach Ministry. So, what we're doing out in Queens, my area of Queens, uh, we're going to offer free rides. To the polls for voters who are senior citizens and can't get to the polls. So if you're older and you can't get to the polls, I'll give you uh, Instagram and and a number where you can call. And if you are a senior citizen, we will get you to the polls this morning. You ain't got to worry about paying for a cab or an Uber or, or not feeling like you're going to be safe. We're going to get you to the polls this morning. okay? Free ride transportation. If you're in my borough of Queens, we're going to get you to the polls this morning. We have a bunch of sprinters on the street. And we're going to get you to the polls. We want you to get out there and vote. We'll take care of all the costs. Just get, you out, just get out there and vote. All right? Again, it's a free ride transportation. You can hit at the free ride transportation. I'll give you the number in the website. And we'll pick you up and take you to the polls and bring you back home safely. All right? Now, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Riri. Rihanna. Listen up. It's
5: just in. All the gossip.
4: Gossip. gossip. The rumor report.
2: With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The,
4: the breakfast, breakfast Club.
2: Well, Rihanna has had to send a cease and desist to Donald Trump, and that's because she was using one of her songs. He was using one of her songs during his rallies. If you remember, he was also using Pharrell's Happy during a rally. I remember. And Pharrell sent that cease and desist. Well, now Rihanna has sent a cease and desist as well. She has not provided her consent to Mr. Trump to use her music. Such use is therefore improper. Improper. Trump's unauthorized use of Ms. Fenty's music creates a false impression that Ms. Fenty is affiliated with, connected to, or otherwise associated with with Trump. Uh, He was playing Don't Stop the Music during his rallies, and that's how she found out because a reporter from the Washington Post, Philip Rucker, actually tweeted about it. (laughs) And she responded to that tweet like, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to make sure that's not happening anymore. All right, Nicki Minaj, congratulations to her. She is the first... Female artist with 100 entries on Billboard's Hot 100. Nice. Congratulations to Nicki Minaj.
3: Congrats to her.
2: Now, that song that she has with Tiger Dip is the song that actually became her 100th, 100th entry into the chart. It's debuting at number 83 on the chart, so that's a big deal. Congrats. Congratulations
3: to Nicki, man. Give her a round of applause. Drop a bomb for her, man.
2: Also, congrats to Cardi B. She's teamed up with Reebok. They have a new partnership together. <laughs>
3: you can just do one and just do separate well, a this, little bit.
2: this whole thing is about women. <laughs> okay. So we're right. talking about Rihanna, Cease and Desist. All we right. just talked about Nicki Minaj. Now we're talking about Cardi B. Okay. Teaming up with Reebok. They have a new partnership. She posted, if you don't know, now you know. Ha- uh, hashtag Reebok, Reebok Classic. So congratulations to her. Shout out to Cardi and
3: the whole body gang. I love Cardi.
2: Yes. And also, Black China, she has a new song out, and it's called Deserve. This is her first rap single. It's featuring Yo Gotti and Jeremiah, and we do have a snippet for you. All right, let's hear you it. You
5: thought, think about the hop about the whip, then hop up in this. You used talk that talk, but when it's time to hop up in, you hop up in, you shook. Nothing <laughs> better than a dollars,
1: man. I'll put up a more than your retirement. my mimosas with Madonna, man. My face is like I'm a Taliban
2: See,
3: I'm thinking, right? I'm like, you know, Char- Charlemagne's not here. He's at the polls. But if Charlemagne was here, what would he be thinking?
2: Oh. It's, un- it's unpredictable. I don't know what his relationship with Black China is. <laughs> that song is to black. Say that she says she's gonna light the club up with a tech night. Well, her Char- whole thing is uh, money over men. That's the theme of the song.
3: And so, yeah. But she's
2: been working on music (laughs) for quite some time, trying to make it happen. So that's just a snippet. It's featuring Yo Gotti and Jeremiah. It's called Deserve. God bless her. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
3: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. And I want to tell everybody again, uh, if you're in Queens, of course, I'm from Queens, we're giving free rides to senior citizens to get to the polls and back home, all right? So if you are if you if you live with a senior citizen you are a senior citizen your mom or dad is a senior citizen get a pen 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 718 843 Seven four three three. all right? We'll get you to the polls, back and safely. We'll take care of all the costs. Shout out to a free ride transportation. That's the company that usually takes me around when I'm traveling. And St. James Baptist Outreach Ministries. We'll take care of all your costs, all right? So if you need to get to the polls, we need you to get out there and vote, all right? We'll take care of it. There's no reason why you can't get out there today. We'll take care of it. That's in my borough of Southside and Northside Jamaica, Queens, all right? I just
2: want to tell people, also, when you're out and about today, moving around, you know, just be polite to each other. Absolutely. And I know a lot of us don't know what somebody's going through, but it is a stressful time. People have high anxiety right now as they're getting ready to vote. As it's going in, there, just be polite to each other. That's all I ask. Everybody just be very civil. It's a lot of activity, a lot of people moving around today. So, you know, let's get out there and make it happen.
3: All right. Now we got front page news next year.
2: Uh, yes. Imagine you're on a flight and you end up sitting in some feces and then you're told to either... Stay in your seat or get off the plane.
3: Wow. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. And don't forget, from Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams and her fiancé, Chad Johnson, will be joining us next hour. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, I just tell you how I'm trying to get senior citizen queens where I'm from to get people to the polls. If you're doing the same thing, no matter where you're from, if you're in Georgia doing the same thing, if you're in Chicago, if you're in Florida, if you're in Jer- Jersey, whatever it is, hit us up and tag us on Instagram so we can shout you out because we're trying to get people to the polls now.
2: And also, if you have, um, if you use Uber and Lyft and uh, those those companies also are offering free or discounted rides to the polls today. Also, just so right. you know, Uber and Lyft.
3: Okay. All right, let's get into some front-page news now. Monday Night Football! The Titans demolished the Cowboys 28-14. Looks like the Cowboys season is officially over like my Giants. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee?
2: So just for you guys to know, if you want to use um, Uber to actually get to the polls, Uber is partnering partnering with Hashtag Vote Together, mm-hmm. and Democracy Works to make sure that transportation is not an issue or a barrier to get to the polls. You can use the promo, go, promo code GetAround, the number two, GetAround2Vote, and you get $10 off if you're using Uber. And according to Lyft, they're saying that about 15 million people were registered but did not vote because of transportation issues back in 2016. So they're also offering 50% off or up to $5 off rides across the country and free rides to underserved communities that face significant obstacles to transportation. So you have to enter your zip code. On Lyft's partner, BuzzFeed's website. Just do that.
3: All All
2: right, now let's talk about getting on the plane and sitting in poo. Imagine that happened to you. No, I can't. Well, that happened to Matthew Meehan. He was on a flight from Atlanta to Miami on Delta. Mm -hmm. I hate that this is Delta because I I fly Delta all the time. And he said he was sitting there and he's like, What is that smell? He said, I looked around and he thought, not another flight that smells bad. He said he wasn't the only one who noticed. He said, I realized the person next to me also had their nose covered. Then when I went to take my charger out, bent down completely to charge my phone, I realized it's not just a smell. It's actually feces and it's all over the back of my legs. It's all over the floor, all over the wall of the plane. No, Delta. And I sat in it.
3: Oh, my goodness.
2: So they went to the front of the plane to notify the flight crew, and the crew said, are you kidding me? We turned that in. I can't believe they didn't clean it. That's when they gave him uh, two paper towels and a bottle of gin to clean himself with in the bathroom.
3: Uh, what?
2: And he was saying he didn't know where the diarrhea came from. He didn't know if it was That's a person. Disgusting. Originally, they said it was a person who had gotten sick. Then they said it was a German Shepherd. Then they said it was a golden retriever puppy. Oh, my goodness. But he said, it doesn't matter. It's feces. It carries disease any way you look at it. So Don't they clean the planes? Delta usually cleans the planes before they switch. They're supposed to. They said Delta that broke protocol disgusting. in continuing the boarding process once the biohazard was identified and reported. So they should not have even taken off to after that. They did keep on boarding the plane. And they told him he could either get in his seat or get off the plane. What did he do? He got off the plane.
3: Oh, I would think so. <laughs> I would have dragged that pool all up and down the aisles. That plane would have definitely had to stop. I would have passed out. I would have fainted. I would have think about I'm going to be suing somebody. I'd have got sick. All, all, all of the above. I would, that would happen to me.
2: Yeah. So everybody actually ended up being on that flight, having to sit there with That's PCs disgusting. all over the place. No Delta. Yeah. And you know, after that, he said he might take legal action. He should.
3: He got to get sick first, but then he definitely should.
2: He actually stayed on the plane, landed in Miami, and he was supposed to fly to Tampa, but he said he just took an Uber instead for four hours because he just didn't want to get back on the plane after that experience. I don't know. The flight was oversold. They said they couldn't move his seat. Would you have stayed on? No.
3: No. What if you were headed to a
2: gig that was paying you really well? You're already in the poo
3: now wait, it depends how much they paying now it depends how much they paying now if they paying a lot of money I might have to sit in the pool for a little bit if that's the last flight I'll think about or it or let's Come say
2: on. Logan has a game it's a championship game and you gotta get home
3: I would've sat in the pool I definitely would've sat in the pool there was nothing you
2: could do I would've wiped I would've cleaned it Oh my Sheesh. gosh! I'd have sat in that pool. You dirty boy! Yeah, would I, you wouldn't sit in the pool? No.
3: Oh, I would have sat in the pool for my son now.
2: Now, what if it was a first class seat and they said you could either stay in first class in the pool or go back into a middle seat and coach? I don't care. I'd have sat in the middle seat and coach. Oh, Okay. I know you're a little No. I,
3: whatever I got to do to get home, I'm gonna get home. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come that's back, front pool news. Stupid. From Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams and her fiancé, Chad Johnson, will be joining us. So we'll kick it with them next.
2: Right, and also continue the adventure with Newt Scamander as he teams up with Albus Dumbledore to stop the Dark Wizards. Grindelwald's plans to divide the Wizarding World, that's Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. That's in theaters November 16th, rated PG-13. So you can make it in, Envy.
3: No, I'll pass.
2: It's PG-13. You oh, can
3: do it. All right. Maybe I'll go check it out. All right. <laughs> Destiny's Child member, Michelle Williams, and her fiancé, Chad Johnson, when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. E.J., M.V., Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Hey. Now, it looks like she's going to the Grammys. She's about to perform at the <laughs> Grammys. We have Michelle Williams. Welcome. Hey, good morning. Good morning, hey. Michelle. Chad Johnson, welcome, sir.
7: Hey. Good morning. Thanks Y'all don't have a us.
8: cute nickname yet, like Chashell, Chad Shell, or something like that? People
1: been trying it.
8: Yeah, give it a shot. We'll go Chattel. with what you got.
1: Yeah. Chat <laughs> Neitra. Chad
8: Nitra. Oh, I like that. That's Ch- the one. Chad Neitra. Tanitra. Yes, <laughs> I like Tanitra. Yeah. You do know
1: that y'all were like the first to uncover my first name,
3: right? Tanitra.
8: Yeah.
1: It Was yes. Googleable? Thanks you so much. Well, no, I don't even know Google. how. I yeah, I yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> even know how y'all found that out. I don't remember that years ago.
3: So Michelle, how did you meet Chad?
1: So I met Chad. Um, it was recommended that I go to one of his retreats. So he's a um, he has a ministry called Elevate based out of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Every year he has a young adult camp called Remix. They were like, you got to go. So I was in a place where I was like, you know what? I just need a word. I need Jesus, praise and worship music. So we go. What were you going through that, that you needed that? just
3: life just, just, <laughs> just, I mean yeah, it's good but, but enough to go on a retreat that's a lot yes, to say I'm going on a retreat yes, myself no, yes and
5: I've heard
1: so much about this retreat from from other peers mm-hmm. in gospel music and I was like okay so I went and um, forgot my makeup and everything so I went bare face I didn't have a curling iron just a ponytail and I was like listen this is what it is. I didn't come for anything else but... Healing. Healing. Okay. So his best friend's wife, Lizette, was like, "Yo, first day I get there... I think you and Chad would be so cute together. (laughs) I said, I didn't come to flirt with the pastor. I am not his his conference concubine. This is not what... It ain't that type of of party, boo-boo. But he was very nice, very hospitable, and we literally left it at that. It was one of the most powerful, life-changing conferences I've ever been to in my life.
8: Chad, what were you thinking when you first saw Michelle? Did you have to sneak off
7: and say a little prayer like, God, please, I know the flesh is weak. Right, right,
8: right. The spirit's willing. (laughs) Yes.
7: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she obviously, she's beautiful. Her reputation precedes her. And what she didn't tell you Uh was the first night she was there after we met, she made me a salad, a chicken salad. (laughs) And so I said, your mama taught you well, because the way to a man's heart is through what? His stomach. stomach. What
1: made you make him a (laughs) salad? So... When I grew up in church, I was raised in church. I was raised to serve. So after it was like midnight or something, he comes in after he has everything settled from church that night. He walks in and everybody's like, great service, Pastor Chad. And I was like, he goes into the refrigerator and nobody did anything. Nobody got up to, like, fix him anything. He preached and everything. I was like, no one's going to, like, because where I come from, you mm-hmm. serve. Is you hungry? Is you hungry?
5: <laughs> so I
1: got up. It was some salad stuff, and I shook that thing up real good. We got that ranch dressing distributed evenly throughout the lettuce and served him. And that was literally it. And about a month later, um, two months later, maybe, he reached out to me because he remembered that I had to sing somewhere. I had to do six services in one day. He said, hey, I remembered you had to do, I know you're going to kill it. He prayed for me. And then I was like,
3: this is a sign.
1: (laughs) It showed me that he remembered. Mm. He was thoughtful. And I was like, I think I want to pursue this. But I never told him because I know a lot of women come up to him and say, you know, the Lord told me you my husband. And I've never wanted to be that chick, but I knew there was something special. How do women
7: about come with you him. like that? Being single in ministry for 22 years, man.
3: That's some good G, though. <laughs> that was, that was, <laughs> what if a woman said
7: she was praying for your penis, Chad? Just seriously. <laughs> All jokes aside, how do
8: you tell her that no, that's not how this works?
7: I'd, I'd say, get just stay right here at the altar in the prayer line.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how do you flirt with the pastor, Michelle? How do you let how do you shoot your shot with the pastor? How do you let the pastor know it can go down?
1: Well, it ain't
8: going to go down
1: until we're married. Right.
8: But But I'm not um, just talking about sexually nasty. I'm just talking about in general. Oh, (laughs) but I'm just telling you, let me tell you, listen, (laughs) they're waiting until they get married. (laughs) Listen now, the struggle
1: (laughs) is all the way real. He is awesome. He's fine. He works out. He's everything that was on my list except for the dark skin part.
3: Um, and the, and the nice do. hair. And the nice and hair. The... But he has everything
1: you a else. Skin, Why? So I had this list. I was like, he got tall, dark skin, What's wrong with a light hair. skin, brother? Because y'all be in the mirror. Y'all think y'all, you know. Chad, you be in the Hold mirror? Hold
8: on. I, Chad, you light this, skin? Obviously. I thought you was Caucasian. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. yeah,
1: yeah. I Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ancestry DNA oh. and not a drop.
3: Got you. It's all European. So did you have a problem with having a white guy?
1: Um, no, I didn't. He's got so much swag. And, I I was hold, I just told listen, it, you know, listen, listen. I thought, I thought, I
3: thought, hey, I a lot of R&B <laughs>
1: music he's put me up on. Okay. So for me, it wasn't about, oh my gosh, he's white. It wasn't until we went public that everybody made it a problem.
3: What did your family say? Because you said you grew up in a church, and usually, you know, black families, black families mm-hmm. in church, they like you gonna come back with a black man or you gonna come mm-hmm. back with a black woman. Mm-hmm. What, what was their reaction?
1: First of all, they were just so excited that somebody is gonna marry
6: me first of all. <laughs> <laughs> my <a lady>.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they, they just, I mean, it, I never forget, like, it could be a mailman that's dropping off a package, and my dad would be like, mm-hmm. I'm like, no dad, he's just dropping off a package, they
2: just wouldn't put he's me off with me up. anybody,
1: with anybody, and everybody was just so excited that, you know, he's a great man, they know his level of commitment, mm-hmm. and who he is, and my mother don't like nobody that I've ever dated, mm. but she loves Chad.
8: Chad, how did your family feel about you uh, being
7: married, bringing a sister home? I don't know. They weren't shocked, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) I'm
1: not the first. Okay,
7: you like black women. I I mean, I like women. You know, my family. We've been raised in such a unique way. My mom serves on the Native American reservations, Mm -hmm. so our whole life has been completely multicultural
3: alright we got more when we come back from Destiny's Child Michelle Williams and her fiance Chad Johnson so don't move it's the Breakfast Club good morning good <laughs> morning everybody it's DJ N V Angela Yee Charlemagne the guy we are the Breakfast Club from Destiny's Child we have Michelle Williams and her fiance Chad Johnson Charlemagne. what made y'all decide not to have
8: sex before marriage is it all faith based
1: so when we started dating um, Chad said sex is not an option and I was like okay alright cool Cause I'm not gonna go into marriage a virgin, cause I don't want anybody to think that I've been perfect. But I felt this was so good because I don't feel pressured to have sex to keep a man. Mm. Um, and when
3: you say sex, you mean, you mean everything, not
1: everything to keep a man. I don't have to do that. I don't have to feel the pressure of that. And I have got different results. We've been we were dating less than a year, and he put a ring on it with no booty.
7: It's real. We have uh, our loves, real I can't even our hug attractions, him real. Get you know hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, am like, yeah, that wedding day's is right.
1: gonna be that <laughs> wedding night. Gonna the is going to be hard right
8: uh, now. Uh, so I'm amazing. Amazing. that's too close Ms. <laughs> <laughs> to Tanitra. <need trip. laughs> now, Ms. I had a
1: scripture for you. <laughs> Give me my phone.
2: Irma. <laughs>
5: that scripture's ready. Mom, Can what did I ask your you mom something? Say
2: you guys did have your ups and downs in the relationship yeah. and there were there was a time when it didn't seem like you guys would get married, mm-hmm. right? So is that going to play out on the show or we see what happens?
1: Um, it will play out in the show. And so the reason why we're even doing this show, it's not something that we have to do. We started pre-engagement counseling, even before we got engaged. It's pre-engagement to just kind of figure out, okay, he's like, am I really going to spend this, these racks on this mm-hmm. girl in this ring? Um, <laughs>
8: I'm not gonna uh, spend um, not the church's money. Come on, man! Not the church's coin.
1: not the church's coin. Um, but when we started sharing with our friends about counseling, we realized how so many people do not do marriage counseling, mm. and we were like, okay, let's film ours in real time with our real therapist. And that's what we chose to do. She has she recommends eight sessions before she even recommends marriage to her couples. And we're doing eight episodes. So throughout the eight um, sessions are um, finances, communication, intimacy, family. Each week we'll talk about, you know, those different parts of our therapy. So we're like, listen, we'll be the guinea pig. We'll sit on the sofa and let everybody at home oh, get their that's therapy. Oh,
8: through us, that's dope. Yeah, yeah
1: man, that's yeah. hella dope.
2: What did you, you guys go through that made it a period of time when it wasn't working? So oh my your gosh, right? you know,
1: yeah. So all this year, I found myself slipping and slipping and slipping back into depression, but I didn't tell anybody. Why? Just some unresolved. He put it together so amazing. Some some soul wounds that just have had me so jacked up mentally, like figuring out like how come I didn't speak up for myself how come I um, stayed in certain relationships how come as a child I witnessed and saw some things verbal abuse the bullying the this how come that is affecting me in my adulthood right. and it's so real that whatever you're not healed from in your childhood manifests itself somehow in your adulthood for me I wanted to marry Chad. I wanted us to be engaged, and then when we got engaged, I started feeling unworthy. I mean, just feeling all the pressure. And then who he is, especially in his world, he is so esteemed and so respected. But I come from Destiny's Child, booty shaking music,
8: secular music,
1: secular music. (laughs) About to marry a pastor. Do I fit in his world? Because a lot of people were like. Oh, gosh, Chad, you're marrying darkness. And- but yeah, but you did gospel music, too, isn't I that? know, but they, don't, been a they, they haven't done their history. Okay. They haven't done their history. Um, Just a lot of the pressures, just a lot of the unhealed stuff. Um, So for me, the last bit was a lot of the anger. So I didn't tell anybody. I didn't even tell him. He didn't know until I said, I have to go to the hospital, is when he was like, oh. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell family. I didn't tell friends because I didn't want anybody to be like, oh, gosh, here we go again. And I felt like a hypocrite because being an ambassador for the Office of Women's Health, being so open since 2013 about depression, I felt like a hypocrite, like I got to just deal with this on my own.
3: Mm. Was and it I suicidal couldn't. thoughts that made you want to go to the hospital or was it like what um, made you say, I have to go?
1: The anger and the darkness that was just, I was having out of body, feeling not like myself, feeling literally like something was taking over me. I didn't, I was not suicidal this time, but I had questions, well, if this don't work out, why, am I li- why should I live?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I didn't have any plans. And so I hit my therapist up to let her know And so we were finding various facilities to go to, and I I found one that I was like, okay, I think this is the one for me. And um, when I went in, I didn't even think of who I was. I just went. It was affecting our relationship.
8: Y'all broke up twice, right? I'm assuming you broke up with him because you felt like it's it's me, uh, not you,
3: Chad. I
1: did. I did.
3: How long were you there for?
1: So I was there for like six days. I wanted to stay longer, but when a famed media um source found out i got very very scared so my manager called me and said i just want you to know that we got a phone call no no i'm sorry he got an email and the email said we got our hands on some sensitive information about Michelle Williams we hear she's in a facility outside of Los Angeles, California we want to be respectful and report it with Basically, like, we want facts before
3: we We're report it. We're going to report it. it, but we just want to make sure this is Amen. true. But you have a chance to yeah. say something. Yeah,
1: and so I was like, yo, you ain't finna tell my story. You ain't even tell what I'm going through. And so I gave my manager my passwords and everything, because I'm in the hospital. I can't tweet mm-hmm. and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he had to post it for me. Mm. I don't know who told it. It could have been the person serving me them powdered eggs, because <laughs> I had to eat with everybody. And I loved it. Um, I
8: don't think people realize too that like how, how much we reinforce the stigma of, of mental health because we're so inconsiderate of people's mental health. Issues. Yeah,
1: and and I I've learned I try not to call people crazy anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just certain things I've been learning. But in the hospital, the whole place when you go to lunch, it would look like this—a mess. No, no, everybody no. <laughs> at lunch. No, it would look <laughs> like <laughs> this. <laughs> I, I can't look at you <laughs> and tell you what your issue is because you're not the t- what we see on TV as crazy or the person that right. needs to be in the mental health facility. I just hate that people um, found out, and I think that's what keeps people from getting the help and the treatment that they need. So you
3: didn't tell anybody that you were going, just chatting, and Chad and... Chad.
1: I wasn't even telling my mom, but I was like, man, if she... I just I just so I called certain people that were close to me and then other close people they when they found out me I was going
3: to ask was, about that what you know did your friends call because it was all over the press so I'm sure you you know old members of your group and friends Yeah and no, no no called. no
1: no 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 everybody was reaching out Charlotte Meese was
3: one of them That's a fact all right, we got more with Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child and Chad Johnson, her fiance. So don't move, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're speaking with Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child and her fiance, Chad Johnson. Charlemagne? Michelle, you still haven't
7: told us how you shot your shot at the pastor. I'm she like, slid I'm in my DMs, mean? man. She slid I in my it. DMs. That's what yeah. you did? I believe that. I'm going to let him be great. Now, <laughs> everybody in this room on, on a count
1: of three. When you respond to somebody's IG story, where does the message go? One, two, three. In your. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I did not press message. To slide in your DMs, oh, we past in yours Chad. First. don't do me. <laughs> but technically, <laughs> you were in his DMs, and they, technically, they, I, was you, his, <laughs> I was technically in his DMs. Technically speaking, <laughs> so it so wasn't, a, it wasn't that's a comment. How the it was a DM. It was a communication started. He reached out to me <laughs> to thank me for coming to the retreat, and that's really all the text was. Mm-hmm. Then the first other text you said I dissed you. I don't recall it being a
8: diss.
7: How'd you diss you, Jack? Because I was trying to reach out, and I said, "Hey, you know, like trying to curve it from." Business talk, ministry talk, to like
2: you know what I mean. Like, how do you kind of curve
7: this to like, hey, you know, what about what did you, you know, say, me, Pastor? I what, what about what me and you? Is, like, what's that? What, what about that? me and you connecting sometime? You That's what you said. That? Something like that. Some corny like that. You said not without God, just me and you. <laughs> just <laughs> me <laughs> and you. Just me and you. You bring him to the table. I will bring him to the table if you want to. However, me and you. What about me and you connecting? Connecting sometimes. So. I get, uh, you see the little bubbles pop up on the phone, right? Uh-huh. I mean, she's responding before I can set the phone down. And she says, in all caps, connect with six question marks. Wow. And I'm like, oh, that yeah, was a so, here's how, that so well. that <laughs> here's how I heard it. Here's how I heard it.
5: Connect. <laughs>
3: like with you? Connect. What do you cats. mean connect? Like, so with you? i about. You know, mentally and just to have a conversation with God. I said that's why I would have went with it because I'd have been scared. Michelle, to- right, that right, did right. sound
2: like you curved them. You definitely see you, like you you're the first woman to yeah, say that you bro. Are because the first you, woman. you wrote connect and all caps with question marks. Because I was like, so
1: for me it was clarity, connect. Regardless how you heard it, connect. I wanted clarity. That's connect what, what? Connect four? Uh,
5: <laughs> I took
7: a like to right. that. Right, exactly, man. You never like,
1: connect. So well, you should have came back and say, my bad. I meant connect over a phone call or if I'll come to L.A., we'll do lunch, what dinner. What did you say back? Well, my, Nothing.
7: Well, my, here's why. Because <laughs> my best friend, my boy, he was, ta- he was talking me into it. And I said, man, you know where I'm at. Like, <laughs> I haven't dated in six months. Right. I'm done with this whole situation. So I was like, if I get dissed, like if I get rejected right now, I'm going to punch you in the mouth because I can't handle it. That's not very pastoral, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Jeez. We'll get to know each other a little more, man. I, so I was like, <laughs> so I, I just chucked the phone at him, you know, hit him in the chest. He's like, man, it can't be that bad, right? So he picks it up. I was like, read it, bro.
2: Connect. And no, he,
7: and so he reads it and he's like, oh, damn. Like, <laughs> like it it's bad. Alone. It is that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she did this, you. What you, know? well, you should have did because you weren't so,
2: sure. Was you should have hit her back and said, "Oh, I'm sorry if I was out of bounds," and then that would have. He didn't her. say none of that. He yeah, just. I
1: should have. was he, like, he, didn't, have, then, was like, he man, didn't
2: talk to me she, for weeks. I was like, dude, you
1: should. So then a couple she just, weeks later, you should have just hit me back DM. like, okay. "Oh, I meant connect," like you know,
3: something. Nah.
1: So just fast forward, Cliff Notes version. So we started FaceTiming like every night, every day. Praying for you. Yep. Yep. And you got to FaceTime at the right angle. You <laughs> know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah,
8: right.
5: like,
7: right. He was
1: looking so yummy said, FaceTiming. I was throwing my and
7: arm so, up on my head like this. He was, oh, he was so cute. <laughs>
1: and so um, then for a few months later, we actually saw each other in person and um, went out on our first date, but he had a chaperone with him. A chaperone? Yeah.
7: And, you brought your mom um, with you? No, no, no he no, had no.
1: one of his little interns. I had stuff. an I intern. Like, I was doing work for the Dodgers.
7: You really trying to mess this up, man. So I was in L.A. doing some work yes. with the Dodgers, right? Oh, gosh. And she this was in L.A., you. and so I finally said, you know, I, I'm extending my, my business trip. That's
2: connected. You know? But yeah, you brought yeah.
7: your intern with you? He was hanging. That's, <laughs> he, that's hella bougie, Chad. That's weird. <laughs> you know what I'm
1: <laughs> saying? So it I was mean, cool. It was cool. And then... Um, we started kinda like really dating and then he told me in June of that year, he was like he was done looking. I was like, Oh
8: You use medication, Michelle? I do. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: I just started with this last tip because I was trying to do it holistically, like I'm just gonna work out, I'm gonna do this, and so I just wasn't disciplined in that area. And um I did start um on medication. It's been working, but it's like, man, I'm scared of medication because Mm -hmm. one, you take one thing and then you got to take one thing for the for this symptom, and See, then that's how black just, people
3: think. Like, I'll take this, then I'm going to be on coke, then I'm going to be on crack, then I'm going to be on heroin. Like, no! What are you talking <laughs> about? No! I don't think she
2: meant <laughs> it. I
1: don't think she, she meant it. It's
2: not real
3: prescribed is. medication, it you, right? you get no. stuck on opioids and stuff. That's no! Cool. No, I didn't Absolutely. mean
1: that. I, I I meant, like, will this medication cause another ailment? Yes. Then I got to take another medication for that ailment that right. this could possibly cause.
8: Mm. What if y'all get married and the sex is what?
1: Don't you do it, Charlamagne. I'm Mane. sorry.
8: God know my heart. <laughs> But Don't you
3: do I, it. What, what if, nah, just I like it's this not, conversation.
1: I don't think <laughs> it's... Let's keep talking about sex. Didn't we, did, did we talk about it? Not to be um vulgar because, you know... You
3: have seen him naked, though.
1: I've seen I've seen some some nice pictures and like him in the gym. You haven't seen you him know, naked in person? He's awesome. He's awesome. Okay.
8: You haven't seen his and whole life. And you asking too many though. questions about <laughs> what Stop he looks it. like. You haven't, yes. you haven't seen, yes. you haven't you seen Moses' staff.
1: No, we have not taken a shower with each other. <laughs> hilarious.
8: Did you see Moses' staff? <laughs> what? <laughs> did you see Moses' staff? Charlamagne, you are so concerned about <laughs> <You> what dad
2: looks like, Nick Did
7: you see the snake that was in the like garden? What did Moses do with his staff, brother? I don't remember. He, he he worked miracles. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow.
5: laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're
4: gonna have to elope. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that did it for
7: you. I that, line, little... that line that you want to elope and do it right I now. I want
8: to elope, like <laughs> let's go.
1: I really, really all right. love.
7: We're gonna be all right.
1: Him holding me, snuggling with me.
7: And this week, she's been pretty frisky. Oh you know, my Even yeah. in New York, I'm like, wait a minute. Well, hey, <laughs> He's the one I'm like, wait we're a minute.
5: not gonna do this. It's not the
1: so. <laughs> No, we we're gonna make it. We have something to uphold. And listen, this is to anybody who wants to do their relationship. Relationship, do something different to get what you never had. So that's just- all right my thing. Well,
3: we appreciate you guys for
1: joining us. Thank y'all us. for coming. Thank y'all for coming. Yo, thank for you for having, you having us.
3: Wow. To you, your mind really <laughs> in the gutter this morning.
1: Wow, <laughs> Michelle. A a Pray for
7: man, her. Pray man, for each other. trying. trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Pray for <laughs> me. Pray for me. Thank you for
1: having us. Y'all are so I knew I needed
7: a scripture. <laughs> Chad, <laughs> close us out in prayer. <laughs> close us out in prayer. <laughs> <Close> <laughs> in prayer. <laughs> close come on, close us out
1: in prayer. Seriously, honey. Come on, close us out in prayer. Alright,
7: awesome. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness, your grace in our life. We thank you for the way that you have your hand upon us. And God, I thank you for my brothers and my sisters here. Lord God, I thank you. You just go before them, continue to make the way straight. Give them favor as they trust in you. Surround them, Lord God, with a shield. And I just pray, Father, that you would bless them uh, beyond their wildest dreams. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All
3: right, well, shout out to Michelle Williams for Destiny's Child from joining us and Chad Johnson, her fiancé. You can check their new show out on the OWN Network. Now we got rumors on the way, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
4: This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee Rumor has it. on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. No, 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 no,
2: no. Well, Rebel Wilson was on Ellen DeGeneres, and she had this to say about being a plus-size woman starring in a romantic comedy.
5: And also, I'm kind of proud to be the first ever plus-size girl to be the star of the romantic comedy. Yeah.
8: Rebel Wilson would be a shoo-in for Donkey today if we didn't have more pressing things to talk about.
2: Right. Well, things got a little shaky after that because uh, people called her out on it because it's just simply not true. Now, Monique tweeted her and said, Hey, my sweet sister, let's please not allow this business to erase our talent with giving gray areas and technicalities. Take a moment and know the rest. Don't be a part of erasing it. I wish you the best. Rebel Wilson responded. Monique Monique,
8: Monique talks, talks, talks very nice to white people, don't she?
2: Uh, yes, Leonard.
8: As opposed to their own people. I'm just saying. Well, now,
2: she
3: was called
8: you lettered.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she spoke nicely to you. All right. well, now, told Rebel Oprah, Wilson told
8: Oprah SMD. Remember that. Rebel yes, Wilson did.
2: responded, Hi, Monique. It was never my intention to erase anyone else's achievements, and I adore you and Queen Latifah so, so much, and I support all plus-size ladies and everything positive we are doing together. Well, people pointed out, of course, that Queen Latifah and Monique both starred in romantic comedies and rom-coms and had the lead roles in those. And she responded by saying that technically, uh, she said, of course I know of these movies. And when she spoke of these movies, uh, she was talking about Just Right, uh, The Last Holiday, which Queen Latifah starred in, and Fat Girls, which Monique starred in. And she responded, hey girl, yeah, of course I know of these movies, but it was questionable as to whether, one, technically those actresses were plus size when filming those movies, or two, (laughs) technically those films are categorized built as a studio rom-com with the sole lead. So there's a slight gray area.
8: Now, I don't know about the uh, studio rom-com sole lead thing, but Queen Latifah and Monique were definitely plus sizes. They Like, stop it.
2: Right? So a lot of people were on Twitter then just going at her, and she started blocking everybody, so that's when this hashtag started with the whole um, Rebel Wilson block party.
8: Oh, Rebel is culturally clueless, like most people who think mayonnaise is a seasoning are.
2: Right. So since then, she has responded because people were saying that she was blocking all of black Twitter for weighing in, even though people were just trying to educate her. And they, she said, In a couple of well-intentioned moments, hoping to lift my fellow plus-sized women up, I neglected to show the proper respect to those who climbed this mountain before me, like Monique, Queen Latifah, Melissa McCarthy, Ricky Lakin, likely many others. With the help of some very compassionate and well-thought-out responses from others on social media, I now realize what I said was not only wrong, but also incredibly hurtful. To be part of a problem, I was hoping I was helping make it that much more embarrassing and hard to acknowledge.
8: Well, just to play white devil's advocate for a second, right? I saw everybody saying that she was only blocking people from black Twitter and nobody else. She was
2: blocking everyone, probably. I'm sure she was blocking Anybody everybody. Anybody that was rude. But
8: even if she was just blocking people from black Twitter, black Twitter, have y'all met y'allself? Okay. <laughs> all right. Y'all a little bit more aggressive. Oh, you've been attacked by them before? Y'all a little bit more aggressive. So you know where they're coming from? Y'all a little bit more aggressive I think aggressive we all have been attacked else.
2: by black Twitter. Once
8: or twice.
2: Now, she said, um, I blocked people on Twitter because I was hurting from the criticism, but those are the people I actually need to hear from more, not less. Again, I'm deeply sorry. Did she unblock everybody?
3: I'm sure she didn't.
2: All right. Well, Isn't It Romantic comes out um, February 14th, just so you know. Horrible time. <laughs> well,
8: now it's all blow over by then.
2: Yeah. All right, now Remy Ma, she was on State of the Culture and she had some things to say about the way that Cardi B and Nicki Minaj ended their beef. If you guys remember, they went back and forth and then at the end of it, they were like, okay, let's move on and make some great music and, you know, keep on with our careers. Well, here's what she had to say about the end of their beef.
5: I'm a di- I'm different. Like, I'm not going to keep arguing with somebody. It's different want to. I don't, yeah. don't want to hear this. Like, I don't want to hear anything. And I think the part that made it the corniest after everything for, like, a whole... <laughs> 15 hours and then they're both like okay let's be friends now. That's why it
0: was right.
3: you
8: hate. Nothing brings me joy like seeing old <laughs> Remy Ma come out of new Remy Ma.
3: I think everybody <laughs> said that though. I I think somebody had to call him and squash that beef. There's no way you can go at my neck all day long and then yeah, but the eleventh hour, like ah, right, we all good now.
2: Remy, but we don't know what happened behind the scenes. Well, Remy, the Still. OG, compared to both
8: of them, Remy wants to see some blood. All right, Remy wants to fight. I mean,
2: okay? when you go too far, absolutely, <laughs> I
3: get it. Like you just can't say, okay, we friends now. This, this, I'm, I'm sure somebody stepped in between and just said, Lady, well,
8: that's chill good. Out. I'd rather that than violence. But drop one of the clues bombs for Remy, ma. I just, I just love. She like Remy, me. I just love when old Remy Ma pops out of new Remy Mind and they like kind of have a tussle with each other. <laughs>
2: I will say, though, it does take a lot for you to go through all of those things. They said some really hurtful things to each other. And it does take a bigger person to actually squash it instead of keeping it going, you know? By
8: the way, you don't know how they really feel.
2: Yeah, I don't know how but, he really felt. Yeah, that could have just been
8: something for the public. We good, we good, we good. Somebody
2: was probably like, look, we got to vote on Tuesday. Are we got to like, have this they, united front right uh, now. This like, is not the time. Are they like,
8: Carter, you just turned yourself in. You know what I'm saying? Because they said you was under investigation for fighting or whatever. So be cool, okay? All right, cool. I'm cool until I see
3: you. yeah All right. But I'd rather them now,
2: not. I don't, and we don't know that they're friends. No, know? they know. They're not no we friends. You
3: got to stop that with friends.
2: All right, now... um also got to talk about Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Continue the adventure with New Scamander as he teams up with Albus Dumbledore to stop the dark <laughs> wizard Grindelwald's plans to divide the <laughs> wizarding world. Fantastic Beasts. You got to take the kids, Envy. The Crimes okay. of Grindelwald. That's in theaters November 16th. It's rated PG-13. I bet you can't pronounce these names. I definitely
3: can't pronounce those names. It's funny hearing you pronounce those names. Grindelwald. Grindelwald.
2: No, that's uh, wrong. All right,
3: anyway. All well, right. that is your rumor report. Charlemagne. Yes. Who you giving that donkey to?
8: Well, you know, it's election day, man. So uh, I, I think that we need to have a little conversation about voting. So I just think, like, everybody who plans not to vote needs to come to the front of the congregation.
3: I'd like to have a word with them, see if I can change their mind a little bit. Today. All right. All right. All right. We'll do that when we come back. Keep it locked. This The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You
5: get donkey at a you done ass. You get donkey at yeah. 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 yeah.
8: Or, or... or... a ah! donkey. <laughs> the day. Donkey
0: of the Day. The day huh? I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows,
3: man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap them gloves. Let's go.
5: They had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. It's a breakfast
8: club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, uh, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, October 30th may or may not go to Hillary Clinton. Now, yesterday, while everyone was caught up in Nikki Cardi-Gate, uh, Hillary Clinton made some comments that people are either not aware of, don't care about are finally, for whatever reason, when it comes to this particular situation, this era all of a sudden understands context, okay? I think context is key for everything, but in this social media era, everything seems to be out of context. Life is out of context. Even when things are in context, people take things out of context to create the narrative they want to create. Now, I like Hillary Clinton. In fact, I really think we dropped the ball in 2016 by not getting her into the White House. Uh, That's an understatement, because I really feel black people as a whole would have been Benefited from her being president because I think she really wanted to right the wrongs of her husband's uh, 94 crime bill. When, when you looked at Hillary's circle in 2016, we all saw it. Uh, Ye saw it. Envy saw it. It was all black women, majority black women. And I think she would be the type of president that everyone could hold accountable, uh, not just a president for a particular base, but a president for all people. That's just my opinion. OK, black people, for the most part, love the Clintons. And for the most part, the Clintons seem to love black people. They are good white allies, right? Am I mistaken in saying that? Huh?
2: In some ways, probably. Okay.
8: The, the, the white friends at the, at the cookout, right? Eh, I guess. The problem sometimes with your white friend is that they might get a little too comfortable. You know, you be, you know, uh, around your white friend, and they sing in a rap song, and if the N-word is in the lyric, they may let it fly, and you got to check them. OK, that's usually how it is when you got a cool white friend, great person, not a racist, but sometimes they get too comfortable and they end up doing the same things that have said around another black person who is not their friend. It could and would absolutely offend Okay. Same way you have to check on your strong strong friend, you may also have to check your white friend. Now, the evidence I'm about to play, y'all, will be brought up in Breakfast Club Court because that is where we are taking this situation because I need to know if Hillary Clinton deserves donkey of the day for this joke that she made. And I put air quotation marks around joke. Now, Hillary was being interviewed by Kara Swisher for Recode. And Kara Swisher got two U.S. congressmen confused. These two congressmen were Cory Booker and Eric Holder. Listen to how Hillary responded.
1: What do you think of Cory Booker's, and you didn't comment on him, and you feel free. Oh, I, I adore you know, him. What do you think about him saying, kick them in the shins, essentially, start to get to that kind of political? Well, that was Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder. Oh, Eric Holder. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they no, don't. don't. Whoa.
5: <laughs> oh. oh, well done.
8: Whoa. Okay, now, 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 now. Let's play that clip whoa, whoa, whoa. one more time for the people in the back. who may not have heard it, because they're still looking at Cardi B videos on Instagram. Play it again.
1: What do you think of Cory Booker's, and you didn't comment on him, and you're, feel free Oh, I, I adore you know, him. What do you think about him saying, kick them in the shins, essentially, start to get to that kind of political... Well, that was Eric Holder.
8: Yeah, Eric Oh, Eric Earl Holder, yeah. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they don't.
8: <laughs> oh, well done. Wow. Now, now, Donkey today does not discriminate. We all have our biases. I attempt to be as self-aware as possible in order to check mine. We all know that if anyone on the right had made that same joke, Nobody would care about the context. There would be no excuses, okay? There would be no excuses made if Ivanka Trump, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Megyn Kelly, or anyone else on the right had made that exact same joke in the exact same context. You all would have been on their ass posting video after video the way Cardi did Nikki yesterday. Now, do I think Hillary Clinton is racist? No. Do I think that remark was racist? Nah, no. Do I think it's a matter of a white ally getting too comfortable? Hell yes, because when I see her up there keekeying with Kara Swisser, I know she has made jokes like that before and she makes them around other white people. The timing was too impeccable. When was Hillary Clinton ever known for her comedic timing? When did when she ever shown comedic timing? See, that was a glimpse into the real her. Just like when she was on The Breakfast Club, she gave a glimpse into the real her. Now, I don't have a problem with honesty. Remember when she was on The Breakfast Club and she was very honest when I brought up the fact, uh, when, when Ye bought up the fact about her keeping hot sauce in her bag and you know she's uh, i said to her this is one of those times they will say she's pandering to black people remember that let me refresh your memory
2: what's something that you always carry with you hot sauce really you... yeah yeah hot sauce really, really? yes
8: now listen yes. i just want you to know people are going to see this and say okay she's pandering to black people
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay is it working
8: is it working hmm. Hillary's not dumb. She's aware of what she's doing. So just like Megyn Kelly last week, uh, who was aware, I'm sure. uh, Hillary is a white woman of a certain age. She had to know even in sarcasm and in jest that joke about all black people looking alike wouldn't fly. Now, I'm just being an equal opportunity hee-haw distributor. I don't care about left, right, up, down, select, start, A or B. All I care about is giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid. Dr. Phil was here just yesterday, and what did he
4: say the last thing I say before I walk on stage, I close my eyes and say, do not walk out there and say something stupid.
8: Do not walk out there and say something stupid. I feel like Hillary said something stupid. Now, some people feel like she didn't. The people who feel like she didn't, I think it's Democratic bias. Are we're turning a blind eye because it's Hillary Clinton. Because based on the firestorm, I know it would have been if someone on the right had said this. Play it again one more time. Just one more time. Play the clip.
1: What do you think of Cory Booker's, and you didn't comment on him, and you feel free? Oh, I, I adore yeah, him. What do you think about him saying, kick them in the shins, essentially, start to get to that kind of political? Well, that was Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder. Oh, Eric Holder. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they
8: don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. I think she should get a hee-haw simply because you can't let your white friend get that comfortable. But let's discuss. Hit the Breakfast Club court music, damn it. <laughs>
3: All right. we We're talking mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton this morning. All right. We need you to call yes. in right now. Now, are we turning a blind eye? Democratic bias. Is this Democratic bias? Is this and what we're And when we you doing say
2: we, who do you mean? Because I see a lot of people going in on her. A lot of Republicans. A lot of people saying that she's a racist now. She's despicable. If Megyn Kelly would have said that uh, simply because she said she didn't understand blackface.
8: Yeah, but that's the Republicans calling out the bias of the Democrats because Democrats seem to be turning a blind eye to those comments. All right. And when I played it in the room this morning, people were saying, oh, she's just being sarcastic. Oh, I didn't say she that. was just being sarcastic. You didn't. Your reaction was different. But a lot of people were like, she's just being
3: sarcastic. All but right. I'm just saying, if that had came from the other side, it would be World War III out here right now. All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Is it Democratic bias? Call us right now. Artists, she
8: deserved the biggest hee-haw? because I got Kathy Griffin, Remy Ma, and the Hamiltons all on deck. Okay,
3: let's 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 discuss. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
8: The Breakfast Club. Words are weapons in battle rap, the world's most brutal lyrical sport. From legendary music video director Joseph Kahn and producer Eminem, the new movie Bodied is the story of an accidental rap battle superstar, shocking everyone he knows as he rises through.
3: Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're opening up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. Are you not voting today? Now, Charlamagne, he voted this morning before he got here.
8: Yeah, my polling place opened at 6 a.m. in New Jersey. And being that I got to fly out, I'm flying out tonight to go to Miami for this MTV election after party. I had to go there at 6 a.m. to vote because I didn't do no early voting.
3: Uh, yeah, I'll be, going, I'll be going after the show. i pick up my wife and then we're going to go vote.
2: And you know, in the last midterm election in 2014, just over 36% of the voting eligible population actually voted. Mm. That's terrible. See,
8: my, my thing with voting is simply this. What? A lot of people like to complain and they like to talk about problems, but they never present any solutions. If you don't have any other bright ideas, if you don't have any other ideas on how to make things better, why would you discourage people from voting?
3: But well, let me ask you a question. You didn't vote. Until uh, Barack Obama was uh, running why, yes. why, why took you so long to vote? because I was young
8: I, I voted for the first time in 2008 I was a kid like I never thought about it I, I didn't he was 30 years old <laughs> I ain't no kid I didn't go to college. I didn't have any, I didn't have, really any a kid though. I, I didn't have any means for government <laughs> whatsoever. I grew up on a dirt road in Monks, Colorado, South Carolina. I wasn't thinking about no goddamn government. Plus, I had that Jay-Z line in my head, government, F government. We politic ourselves. Well, this Whatever is, the hell that well, means. There's some
3: kids out there that probably think just like you. I ain't voting yet. I'm young. I'm, I'm young. I ain't voting yet.
8: <laughs> well, no, no. These kids are much more politically inclined than <laughs> I was. And by the way, a lot of these kids in the hood don't give a damn either. You know, you know what I mean? Some of the Ladies common the go, reasons that
2: people don't feel like they have to vote, they'll say, I'm too busy. I don't have time. They'll say things like, I don't like any of the candidates running. They feel like their vote doesn't matter. Those are the reasons why people. And don't I mean, that's vote.
8: another thing too. Barack Obama was the first person that I felt like spoke to me in my interest. Not just because he was black. I just liked a lot of the things that he was saying. He energized me in, in a way. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went out and voted for
3: him. But well, I voted for Clinton. I, I've been voting since I was able to vote. My
8: parents made me vote. Hello, who's this? It's Mike. And I grew up Jehovah's Witness, but that's a whole other story. Mike, so you, uh, you don't vote, Mike? <laughs> no, I haven't
0: voted, and I don't think I ever will. Honestly, why? Well, first of all. The politicians—they don't care. The only thing they want for is their pockets to get bigger. So they run around here acting like they're going to do so much for the community. They never have, and they
8: never do. Well, that's why democracy is so important because we got to hold these people accountable. Like I think a lot of times we get so excited about voting, but once we put these people in office, we fall back. We have to keep our foot on their neck to make sure they do what they said they was going to do before they got in the office. Yes.
2: My- have you ever tried to get any policies passed or done anything locally to try to make things uh, happen? I
0: mean, no, not personally. Michael, are
3: you black or white, bro?
0: I'm white. Are you, and, uh, that,
8: that, that's another thing that I, I feel like bothers me. Is a lot of people will only vote because the one's white and the one's black. You know, it's they, they can't look at their values, what they can offer. They, they vote off color. I didn't vote for no yeah. black person this morning. But well, that's because there was none on the ballot. <laughs> on <of> the ballot. Yeah, but you
2: can't say that people aren't doing anything for you and they're just politicians when you're not demanding that they do anything for you.
3: And you got to know their policies and know what they stand for. Hello, What's your name? My name's Sammy. You not voting man? No, sir. Why
0: not? I haven't voted since two thousand eight when Obama first was elected. I only voted for that because I was eighteen years old. Mm -hmm. and My pops told me to go out and vote.
3: So so why didn't you vote after that, his second term?
0: After that I started doing research for myself. That little clip that y'all played from Malcolm I started listening to that. I started listening to Mark Garvey and other other cats, you know what I'm saying and I realize that when you vote for presidents and governors and all that stuff, they really don't care about your no local. You gotta care about the local, my yeah, you brother. You gotta care about your local
3: do. policies and yeah,
0: everything. I'm glad you said that. See, I'm Pontiac, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all ever been here, but it's a Democratic city. Nothing has changed, and these people have been voting Democrats for years. I run a mentor program.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I get out here and I actually mentor. Mm-hmm. I'm actually out here. I'm hanging doors at women's shelters that have been abused. I'm actually out here doing work. I, 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 and which we, 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 we love and appreciate. appreciate. And we appreciate have that. You, that. Have though.
2: you ever gone to speak to any local politicians or inviting them out or that's fine. That's fine. ask for See, things? I, I go to city council meetings.
0: Mm-hmm. I go to town hall meetings. I actually try to urge our people, our especially our young people, to get out here and go to these city council meetings and hold these people accountable. That's right. That's all, that, When people say ancestors die for our rights to vote, they die for us to control our local government.
8: That's right. I our agree with you.
0: Government. And that's what I care about. I don't care about no presidents because they don't give a damn about us. But you know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that I really care about is local. So until we control our local, then we can attack our state. Once we control our state, then we can go for beyond uh, that. We, uh, we got uh, to uh, start uh, locally, yeah, though, bro. Love.
3: You can't say you're not voting locally. You, you're saying you want change, but you don't even want to vote locally. No, he said he voted locally. Oh, you voted yeah, locally. He, yeah, he
8: said he attended. Yeah. Listen, I love okay. your approach. Like, I love everything that you're doing, going to the city council meetings. You have every right to complain, sir. <laughs> All right? Okay? <laughs> well, thank you for calling, brother.
3: Hey,
8: most
3: you. Have a great day. All right. 800-585-1051. Are you not voting? Why? Call us now. We want to We want to know why. We want to talk to you. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, today we want you to go out there and vote. Vote, 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 vote. Why not, man? But if you know you're not voting, we want to talk to you.
8: I feel like, you know, a lot of people, you don't you, you want to see actual change, but the actual change doesn't happen unless we make it happen. And we make it happen by voting the people we want in, and then we gotta keep our foot on the next, the way America keeps its foot on our next. We gotta hold all of these people that we voting in accountable. CJ.
0: Hey, what's up, Charlotte, Man, how you doing, man? Just envy, but you ain't well, voting. What's this vote Good morning. Oh yeah, good morning, y'all. How you up, doing? bro? You not voting? Nah, man, I ain't voting, man. Why are you nah, nah. not voting? You know I say I'm not voting, man, because our votes don't count as black men or black people in particular. Our votes do not count.
2: So you think they just go um,
0: nowhere? No, nah, it's not. It's not going nowhere. The government has control over everything, my brothers and sisters. They have control over everything. So being as back in, let's say, like uh, 2010, around that time or 2008 with the votes back down in Florida, what's going on out there, back in... It's, it's
8: numbers, like yeah,
4: 129,000.
8: Yeah, yeah, bro, your years are so off. You talking about when Jeb <laughs> Bush and Al... I mean, George Bush and Al Gore was running against each other, sir? believe so. But yeah, that was 04, sir, in Florida. Florida. All, right, all right, so regardless
0: of what, our votes don't count. According to the U.S.... Civil Rights Commission concluded that 1,700 and... Man, if you don't stop pulling these numbers out
2: your ass. So you didn't vote for for Obama. You don't think that it mattered when we all went out there and voted?
0: No, it didn't matter. They wanted to play whoever they wanted to play in the office. Um, If you watch the... It was a TV show, right? Broadway Empire, right? Oh, my God. Listen, listen, listen. Broadway Empire, right? It was the episode where back in, uh, you know, at that time, they voted on... Yo, yo, okay, all right, yo, chill, chill,
8: chill. We chill, all right, all right, but listen, let me ask you a question, you don't want us to vote, so what should the solution be to make change? No, it's not going to be any change, bro. Oh, no okay. doubt. So right, just right, be right. here. Have a blessed day, And <laughs> nah, don't go do anything. My man. P. Okay. And that's what I be trying to say about oh, all of these people. God. A lot of these people who, who tell you not to vote, when you ask them, so what do we do to make change? They have no solutions. Well, we have somebody on the line.
3: What's your name, mama? My name
5: is Shakita. What's up? What's
2: up? What's up? What up? What's
3: up, Shakita? What what gonna, gonna
8: catch whole You're going to catch hell at the polling place now. No, she ain't voting. Oh, okay. I can see well, why. she's not. Going to ask me your first name, Shakita. How you spell that?
5: Come on, Charlamagne. I'm an <laughs> African-American queen out here. I know Cinderella. you are. This you a queen. So at the end of the day, you just came from my city. You re- I'm representing Miami. Hey, you know I'm coming I'm back, saying, back to Miami but- today. 305. Hey, but I'm living up here. In <laughs> you said what? With Georgia, you I'm living in, in Georgia though. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah. I'm
8: gonna tell you something. Oh. I'm disappointed in you not voting because I don't know if you know. Stacy Abrams and Andrew Gillum said that if they become governor, they're gonna pardon JT. You know what I'm saying? From the, <laughs> from say, the say, city yeah, girl. That is, that, is a, that is a promise. That is a promise. Man, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you because I keep it 100, just like you. At the
5: end of the day. We was brought up of lies. This mm-hmm. is the land of lies. Mm-hmm. It's the land of the free, but it's also a land of lies. So before I go and vote and tell a lie to myself, I gotta keep it real with myself. That's oh
8: day one. How you gonna say this the land of the free when <laughs> JT ain't free?
5: I know he ain't free. I said it's the land of That's lies. A, it's a, it's it's a, a herb. be the land of the free. It's a but it's the land of lies.
8: So shekina Shakwisha, what Ch- what's your name? Sequita. Don't
5: mess my name up. Call me Kiki. You done been know my name. call
8: me Kiki, Kiki. Kiki. I feel like I met you last week, Kiki. No,
5: nah,
8: you, you guys Oh. You Let me ask you a question, Kiki. So what should we do then? What's yeah. a, What should we do if we're not going to vote? What's the solution?
5: Well, my solution is to do more research, to up knowledge, like, Give myself more knowledge on the polls and, and, and what's going on. I want to be more aware of what's going on before I just start hitting numbers and hitting buttons. You know so
2: you I'm do want to vote. You just no. need to you just, just need, need the, to educate yourself. Do my homework. All right.
3: All right well, do Kiki, homework, I just want you Kiki. to know we
8: had a whole year to do this, Kiki. All right. <laughs> and, you and you can and do Andrew that today. I know,
5: Charlemagne. Go ahead and roast me. No, roast no, me don't you trust me? I listen to you every morning, so I'm used to it. What's Wait,
8: up? Where you registered to vote? Florida or Georgia.
3: Georgia. Trust like me, and go vote. vote for
8: Stacey. <laughs> trust me. You go do your homework. Will you you got trust me on time. this.
3: Polls close, I think. What time in Georgia? Eight. I think it's eight? eight o'clock. I think eight p.m. Yeah, you got it. You got to You got till tonight. So, so do your homework now. You got if, a phone. You can Google. If you rock with me, Kiki, Kiki, do you love me? No. Are you riding? Oh, I'm
5: tired of that song. I'm tired of that. <laughs> I know she is. Kiki, you trust me. Don't do like The whole summer I had to listen to that. Don't do me like that, Charlamagne.
8: Kiki, trust me. And next time I come to Atlanta, I'll bring you a pack of Newports. Pack of Newports on V. I'm in Atlanta and I don't
5: smoke Newports.
8: Well, you smoke then?
5: I'm in a home health aid field. I'm oh. taking elderly people for a living. Don't do me like He's just man. stereotyping you and
2: everything. Do you you, Kiki. Don't vote for Charlamagne. Yeah, don't
8: I, don't tell you I Charlamagne, ain't voting. Kiki. I ain't running. You're not Kiki, voting. Go do me a favor and vote for Stacy, man.
5: I vote for Stacey, just for Charlamagne. What's her last name, Kiki?
8: Stacey Abrams. I don't
2: know. By
8: the time I get <laughs> Oh, oh Kiki, God. come on, baby. Kiki,
2: you ain't do no research at all.
8: You better not say Kiki to the polls. Number. In Kiki. The Tell her the color. Kiki, Stacey Abrams. All right, Blue. 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 Vote blue, then. There you
3: oh go. My God. Oh, my goodness. There you go. You, you know what? You might not want to send Kiki, bro. <laughs> Yes, Kiki. Go might, vote blue. We need blue. all the Kikis <laughs> out there to you get know. out
5: and vote, Evie, vote Evie. blue. Evie. At the end of the day, I take life serious, but I like to joke around because I went through a lot. So I'm no different from you. Feel me? All
8: right. I you. Just take life. Kiki, I love you. I, we love you, you Kiki. you my sister, all Kiki. right? Kiki, what's Stacey's last name, Kiki? Vote blue. No, man Her last name is Stacey It's Stacey Abrams
2: no, no, I you, just... She's just joking All right. Kiki ain't dumb All right. go 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 blue, Vote
8: blue, Kiki Blue, blue Please, Kiki Go go, go, blue. go, go vote, blue. vote, Kiki
2: Get it, Kiki
5: Alright, alright There's You're no yellow, yellow. Okay. You, call,
8: you call me back tomorrow or Hit me up on social media and Let me know you voted, okay? All right. I want hey, to see your sticker. One time for Miami in
3: the building. Hey, right. 305. But you in Georgia. Yeah. I represent Overtown, baby. All right. Overtown. Uh, what color today? What color today, Kiki? I'm voting blue. There you hey. go. All right, Kiki. Thank all you, right.
5: <laughs>
3: all right. All right. Oh, my goodness. All right. What's the moral of the story? Just <laughs> go, vote, please. Go, go vote. <laughs> please, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, there's
8: nothing wrong with voting, but I do agree. That it doesn't matter whether it's the Democrats or Republicans. Whoever we put into these positions, we got to hold them accountable. We got to keep our foot on their necks and make sure that they do what they said that they they were going to do before they got into these
3: offices. All right. We got rumors on the way?
2: Well, find out who is the sexiest man alive. That's easy. He's not in this room. All right. We'll tell you all about it.
3: All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
4: The Breakfast Club.
2: Morning, everybody. It's
3: DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front. No, I was gonna say front page news. Let's get into the rooms. Let's talk Idris Elba. Damn,
2: yeah, yeah, just give it away. Sorry. No. <laughs> rumor report. Rumor report.
4: This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
2: Well, the tease was going to be, guess who People Magazine named the sexiest man alive? But you already said, let's talk about Idris Elba. So congratulations to Idris Elba. He is the sexiest man alive, according to People Magazine. What do you guys think about that pick?
3: I feel like that's been going on for a long time. I thought they told me People Magazine called me and told me it was me.
2: They definitely didn't call you because magazines can't make phone calls. Uh. But um, <laughs> if you're saying the editor in chief, but yeah, so congratulations to Idris Elba, forty six years old, um, and a great actor and a lot of longevity. I remember first time seeing him was on The Wire, and since then, so much growth and progression. So congratulations to him. I mean,
8: the, white people got to find some other black people find, right? It was Denzel for a long time, then it's been Idris for a long time. I guess Michael B. Jordan will be the next twenty
3: years. You sound hateful. Now, right he'll come right after now. me. Michael B. Jordan will <laughs> go after me. Bro, you're way past yes. your prime. Chill out, B. Right, no, My wife tells me I'm fine every night. Well, well she, she should. She no Yeah,
2: that's her job. <laughs>
3: what are you talking about? Her
2: job is to make you feel good. <laughs> so you her. can get out drop there drop and the go out in the world.
8: For <laughs> <laughs> being a great wife, okay? Keeping her husband's confidence She also so.
2: tells you you're smart. All
8: right.
3: <laughs> And she says, I'm big, too. All right.
8: All <laughs> right. <laughs> he, tells you, he tells you you're smart.
2: <laughs> now, Idris and is also funny. currently planning a wedding <laughs> um, to Sabrina, and he's um, proposed back in February. So congratulations to him. What now, do you
8: get with that? Is Chick-fil-A open for you on Sunday? Like, what happens yes, when you become sexiest man in All of life? those things.
2: Okay. <laughs> all right. Drake has posted a heartfelt open letter. One of his fans actually passed away. He met his fan through, a Make-A-Wi- through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I love the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And that person passed away due to an undisclosed illness. So Drake posted a photo of himself at the bedside of that person, Kay, and said, Gonna miss you a whole lot. We met through Make-A-Wish and we built a genuine bond. You would text me and check on me while I was on tour and tell me positive things and share your dreams and goals. I'm crying in this pic, but it was tears of joy because we just prayed for you with your father. I'm sorry I missed your text on my birthday. That's eating my soul right now, but you know how much I loved you and was looking forward to seeing you after tour. I don't know why I'm writing this on Instagram. I just need to get it out because it's sitting heavy on my heart. We'll remember you forever, Kay, at the K Diaries.
8: Yeah, rest in peace to at the K Diaries. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. All right, now let's talk about Mac Miller. He they've released the results of how Mac Miller passed away, and they're saying that he died from fentanyl cocaine, and he was also found in a praying position, kneeling forward with his face resting on his knees. They said he was already blue Mm. during that 911 call. So, it was actually his assistant who found him and made that 911 call. So, again, rest in peace to Mac Miller. It's hard, I know, because these results come in so much uh, long after everything has happened, so it's us discussing it yet again, but That is the results. Charlemagne, in the meantime, is going to be sitting down for a live therapy session, and that's going to be happening with Dr. Jess on VH1. You want to give us some more info?
8: Well, first of all, drop on the clues, moms, for Dr. Jessica Clemens. She's been up here. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Jessica Clemens is out here doing God's work. I think that she's a, a superstar, and I just think that I like to see people you know, uh, glow up based off, like, things that actually mean something. Like, she's a public servant. She's really out here doing great work in the mental health space. And I'm just, I'm doing a live therapy session with her next next Monday on uh, VH1 at 10 p.m. And it's real live therapy. It's not, like, live to tape or pre-taped. Like, it's actual live in the moment, just like we're live on the radio right now. You
2: okay. got to watch your mouth. No, I don't. It's VH1. I
8: might listen. I might cry. It's therapy.
2: No, I'm talking about cursing and stuff like that. I curse in therapy. Okay. I
8: absolutely cursing therapy. So if I curse, I curse. Like it's not. I'm like, it's not. It's nothing sexy. It ain't no whole bunch of cameras all throughout the the room or nothing like that. It's just me, Jess, and the people. That's Jeez. it. If you cry, Is it going to
2: be people watching in the audience?
8: <sighs> no, it's not a live audience. It's we're, just you two
2: in, a in, the ther- in the therapy
8: session. In the therapist office. Yeah. If, if you cry, who's gonna hold you? If I
2: Would, cry, I cry. Evie, don't talk about that right <laughs> now. are okay?
8: crazy, okay? <laughs> but next Monday uh, at 10 p.m. on VH1, <laughs> oh, uh, it's called In Session Live with Dr. Jess.
2: All yes. right, well, we'll keep our eye out for that <laughs> and remind y'all to watch that. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor Report.
3: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne, I mean, the revolt will see you tomorrow. Charlemagne, oh, you, you can't who's going to hold mind? you tomorrow? You cannot get me off your mind this morning.
8: You
2: know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> who's going to hold you? Who's going to hold you? That's not be careful, because Tracy Chapman might sue you if you keep on singing her song. You
8: better be careful if somebody jumping your jeans.
3: That's <laughs> what? the problem. All right. Anyway, mix is up
2: next. Let me know what, what? you want to hear
3: at djmv MV 585 <laughs> What was he? Anyway. I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. All right, it's a I bre- just want to vote. I already voted. All right. It's a breakfast club. Good morning.